Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Around fakes left, goes right himself, he's in the end zone, touchdown Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. Time to play radio for another Monday night in the studios up in Super Talk's North Mississippi world. I'm Gary Chucks here, Gordon as well, our man Rhino running things from the mothership in the uh, state capitol. And we're waiting for you, too, to text message our program at 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. Get the text messages in, and we'll get to those coming up in the middle of the show. And then around 630 tonight, we'll have the... Pitching coach, recruiting man, and everything off baseball, Carl Lafferty, will join us about the 6-0. and And depending on which poll you, you like to look at, I say the one that has them number two is the most important poll uh, that there is out there at the moment. And so we'll talk baseball coming up with Carl in just a minute. Chuck, hello, sir. Hello. How are you? Good. You got lots of information in those papers, uh, I hope. I hope a little bit don't anyway. Th- don't throw the important one away. <laughs> don't throw it. Gordon, how about you? You doing okay? Yeah. Good. Is that all you got? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing good. All right. Well, we, 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 well, I mean, I had a heart monitor put in last week and just all sorts gracious. of stuff. And every time I turn my back, something's happening. But I'm feeling great, man. Especially good. being here with you guys. I, we get to- not real great about Ole Miss basketball, man. It was a terrible game the other day. So. Well, you know, it, you know, we've talked about that. You know, Monday nights after Monday nights, and there's been ups, there's been downs, obviously, but. Um, it's just fight to the end with what you got. And they are fighting That's to the it. end. I'm going to give them that. Playing hard. you got to fight to the end and, and, and take care of your business as best you can. And so we'll get into uh, tonight's discussion with baseball at the back end of the program. Your text messages, which we do have uh, one or so already in. So 662-426-1093 to be a part of it. We're going to get into the transfer portal. We're going to talk uh, coaching. We're going to talk a little bit of everything uh, in tonight's program. Uh, as I mentioned, baseball polls have at least one of them. Almost baseball number two. They beat VCU over the weekend, ten to four on Friday, fourteen to three in seven innings yesterday. And if you sat in Swayze Field and watched baseball over the weekend, shout out to you! Shout out to you! The weather was a little chilly. Uh, it was a little cool down in the hole there, but you got to watch a couple of good games, ten to four on Friday. 14 to 3 in 7 innings yesterday and and Chuck your man Taiwan Malone comes up in the in the final at bat and, and lasers one over the wall for the 14 to 3 you still call it a walk off even though it was a 7 inning game big fella can swing a bat looks like too oh yeah two at bats one home run yeah. <laughs> opposite and oppo too that's right and, and uh he tweeted this morning I saw where he tweeted out said the first of many <laughs> well you like that right you like that. I think the so who does he remind you of? the first of many no who does he as far as a hitter is concerned, yeah. or the, like looking at him, big Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas, yeah, yeah, yeah. good catch. Yeah, big Frank. <laughs> like, he, he's a big boy like Frank, and 
He hits it a long If he can have a career way. like Frank, whether it's baseball or whatever he chooses to do, uh, good for him. 6-0, and oh, they'll take on uh, UL Monroe tomorrow at 6.30 and again Wednesday at 4. Then they go to Orlando and take on Central Florida. So baseball off to the good start. I hope they get some warm weather down there so these pitchers can get <laughs> – Work up a lather. I mean, this, this cold weather pitching is not good. Yeah, it's I'm not a, good for your arm. And right, uh, I'm going to joke with laugh early about that. About the fact that the hitters are being kind of rude. They won't allow him to play a full game and get extra guys. We didn't see Johnson until the last of the game on Sunday yeah, for the yeah. first time all year. And so, uh, good baseball start, no doubt about it, as far as uh, that is concerned. Well, in the home finale on Senior Day yesterday, the women's basketball team did lose to number one South Carolina, seventy-one fifty-seven. But they wrap up the regular season, guys, twenty-two and seven overall, ten and six in the SEC. That's a fourth place finish. They get some a double bye. They will await. They get uh, either the twelve thirteen C. That's Texas A and M or Vandy. One team has to win that to play Florida, the five seed, and then they get Ole Miss middle of the afternoon on Friday. Just a tremendous job by that women's basketball Yeah, they've done a good job. And and I think, you know, when you look at trends in programs, she's trending up. And that's that's all you, you know, hope for. Was this her third year or fourth year? Fourth year, I believe. Yeah. But two years after being 0-16 in yeah. the SEC. Yeah. And yeah. I, I remember sitting in there, one of those reunions, Van and all the group that I was with came back, and you're watching, and you knew that she had taken that program over. She was going to build it from the absolute zero and watched an 0-16 mm-hmm. women's basketball team just two years ago. Very good recruiter. And, yeah, and got uh-huh. it. And this senior class has done a tremendous and, job. And, you know, and I'm going to say this, and she she would probably disagree with me, Coach Yo, we're speaking about – I think she's come a long way in a bench as a bench coach too. I think the SEC has toughened her up as far as her strategy, her bench coach ability. Uh, I think she was a little green when she first got here in terms of, uh, being a bench coach, but she's matured and that's, uh, that's another positive sign. That's another trend moving forward. Absolutely. We've got a trend when the athletic director too that we'll talk about in uh, the next segment. And then I know we're going to get into what portal we got coaching changes or additions we have text messages asking about coaches as well but we'll get to that at, at 620 and then carl lafferty coming up didn't mean to cut you off gordon no coach joe i mean i have to give it to you. i agree with chuck it's kind of like when nolan richardson took arkansas over and you know he was billed as a recruiter and coach joe yeah i mean she's doing a really good job i mean bench coach wise that's a good point all right we've got the cannon motors of mississippi rebel yell hotline stay with us my friends When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, the text message line is 662-426-1093. We have a couple in. We'll get to those. One, a football question. One, a baseball question. And we'll jump on that in a few. But now in this segment, we've got a lot of different things we need to get into. And one of them is that Ole Miss has extended the contract of Keith Carter, the vice chancellor of intercollegiate athletics, four years. Uh, took effect last month. Nice bump in pay. Um, we'll have to ask him for a, a loan somewhere along the way. But for the job that... Well deserved. Uh, from, from the pandemic on, when you look at that, uh, Rebel teams excel with 17 of the 18 programs advancing to postseason. They finished 22nd in the 2021 Learfield IMG College Directors Cup standings, the highest ever by a Mississippi school. And you got to look at what's been going on already now here in this year. We're seeing track and field doing some things here recently where they've been finishing in the upper half of the SEC and winning championships and doing things. And we see what current sports, baseball, softball, and others are doing. And so... Pat of the back to Keith Carter. No doubt. I mean, he's he's kept the ball rolling and actually started it rolling in some of the programs. So, hey, done a good job. wonder if he knew when he signed out of the state of Arkansas that many, many years ago this would be where he would be at this point in time. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. But you know what about Keith? He's not afraid to make a decision. I mean, he fired some people early, you know, some lower-level coaches and stuff like that, and, you know, he had to fire Matt Luke, and I mean, he's not afraid to do what it takes. Well, it definitely helps when 17 of your 18 programs are in the playoffs, right, and doing things, then make some of those decisions. I don't know, Chuck. It might make them harder. Like you know, now that we've got this program doing this, and the expectations are here, and then coaches going to want things, coaches are going to need things, and you got to keep this rolling. Also, the capital fund campaign that has started as well that's helped with a lot of this that we're seeing as far as facilities are concerned. Oh, he's got his hands full now. I mean, <laughs> the next two years, just because he's got things settled down a little bit right now, with the exception maybe of men's basketball, uh, that doesn't mean his work is done. I mean, he's got a huge fundraiser ahead of him. He's got to keep these programs churning. Um, they've got the money, you know, from the SEC television contract for him to be able to get the wherewithal to hire good coaches, and he's got to make sure he makes sound hires and, you know, keeps the ball rolling. We've already seen, in addition to the already unbelievable baseball facility, we're going to upgrade Vaught-Hemingway. 
we are going to take the softball field and totally spin it around and, 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 and rebuild and point it in another direction. The pavilion is there, and they have just about everything they need. Upgraded the golf facilities and working on those the with the National Manning Championship Center. as well. Manning Center. So that's right. Lots of things happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's doing a great job, man. I mean, he's he's out there and hitting it. All right, Chuck, where are we going now? By the way, this segment's brought to you by Mars, Mars, and Mars, your contact for serious injury for over 30 years. What's on Chuck's mind? Um, the guy asked about football? Yeah. His question was, uh, do we need a, a linebackers coach? Got one. And? According to reports, uh, hired uh, Western Kentucky defensive coordinator Maurice Crum. Um, he'll coach linebackers and Maybe be the co-defensive coordinator. I'm not really sure about that. He was a defensive captain, linebacker for Notre Dame when he was in college, and he's noted as one of the top up-and-coming defensive coaches in America. So another solid hire by Lane. Let's just hope he stays here more than two weeks. Right, Absolutely right, because we do see that sometimes along the way. But in that where you are with the football program now, people sometimes complain, oh, our coaches don't stay, they're leaving, they're doing this. But there are some young guys, some up-and-comers, which is like what we're talking about here, that will come be a part of an SEC program. Well, go ahead. One thing, look at Bama. I mean, they have massive turnover. They keep winning. I mean, it's just... They're spotting to me. Kiffin, you know, has an eye for coaching talent. I agree, but here's the bottom line: people, people don't need to get too attached to assistant coaches anymore because coaching has turned into a mercenary type profession, and and I don't blame them because, you know, they'll certainly fire you if you're not doing a good job. So if you can better yourself. You better do it. Do you know how hard that was for me early on as a radio guy? Not to get invested with it, – it didn't take long once you see it, right? Yeah. But to get invested with the head coach, or you get to know more of the assistant coaches really along the way. And some leave on their own. Some do not leave on their yeah. own. And and that, that that's difficult to, but, to do. Because I was a fan as much as anybody else, even doing that job. Mm-hmm. My, my point, though, is that – as each year clicks by, they become more and more mercenary. That's true. And and uh, and I don't mean that as a knock. I just mean it as that's the trend of the profession. And, uh, you know, you just better get used to it, and you better not fret it. And, and like I said last week, uh, fans want to complain when nobody wants their coaches, <laughs> and they want to complain when everybody wants their coaches. So, can't have it both ways, and and I'd rather have it where the the coaches we have are good enough that they're coveted by other programs. Good stuff. You're right. Look at Durkin. I mean, you know, that for one year, and hey, he was out of coaching. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. sort of scandalized, and now, you know, he gets another job at A&M. What are we looking at as far as the portal is concerned leading into today? I know we're back at number one, right, in some reports? Yeah, because of uh, TCU defensive end Kari Coleman. Supposedly a, a pretty darn good rush guy. So it's like, like he a Marquise Haynes. And the Iowa State guy were co-freshmen, right, as yeah. far as defensive yeah. players were concerned out of the Big 12? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they, <laughs> they've done it right now as far as the transfer portal. There's no, there's no question about that. I mean, we're looking at, uh, <laughs> gosh, I'd say, let's see. At least 14, 13, 12, 13 starters 
for next year. I mean, it's going to be a completely different team. You're going to have the Jeremy Jameses and the Caleb Warrens and guys like that. Uh, Otis Reese is coming back, uh, Jonathan Mingo. But, I mean, a lot of the star positions, a lot of the uh, line positions, when you take J.J. Pegues on the defensive line, Mason Brooks on the offensive line, Ashim Young, the safety, Jared Ivey, the the and you're talking about a good-looking kid. Now, I met him the other day. Hoo-wee. Yeah. He's every bit of 6'6 and every bit of 260. And you brought in offensive linemen. Yeah. 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 Mason Brooks. Do you think we're done in no. that, being a guy that's in and involved and doing things? No, I don't. I think that they've got uh, – if they get Deion Smith, wide receiver from LSU, which that's trending, and they and they uh, Malik Heath, from Mississippi State, who's already committed, that will leave them. And then this Kari Coleman, that will leave them with at least two more slots after the spring. There's going to be a spring exodus. Once kids go through spring and they see that they're not going to play much or maybe or or something they don't like, there's going to be another wave of transfer players come out in May. And and Ole Miss is going to be on top of two or three of them. And, you know, you got your starting center from Utah at that point last year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, Chuck, where do you see them going? I mean, you think that they would have a need possibly for a running back or they're comfortable with the guys they got right now? I'm not sure, Gordon. That's a great question. I, I, personally, I think they need another linebacker. Um, and you can never have too many defensive tackles. Uh, I, mean, I don't care if you've got 11 of them. Um but, you know, again, running back is a situation where you've got uh, Bullock and Evans. And then you got this kid named Matt Jones out of uh, Jackson Prep where uh, Ely came from. And I've talked to Jerry and Ely about this kid. And he said, he said, man, he's my clone. He's not quite as big as I am, but said, he's going to make some noise up there. And we'll see. You know, he's a, he's a walk on kid, yeah. but you never know. So yeah, I think that's a good point, Gordon. I think they, you know, if they, they if they get the right guy, the right running back, I think they would take another running back. I mean, you could see Kiffin just coming out of the blue somewhere, just getting a guy one day, and you never even heard of him, or you know, he'd been somewhere else and helps him out. Yeah, no question. I mean, I think a lot of it will have to do by, you know, what that name is, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, if it's the best player in a certain position, you go take that. Linebacker, you right. go take the receiver, you That's go right. take the right. whatever it might be along the way. Right, and so, that, and I'm assuming, which I probably shouldn't do, that we're going to get Deion Smith out of LSU. I just really believe that with all my heart. And and uh, you know to expand on my point about coaches being mercenaries, so are the players, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, more let's so be now, honest. More so now than ever. <laughs> yeah, more so now than ever. They hit that transfer portal and looking for that NIL deal. Uh, and it's a, just a whole different game. I don't blame them. I well, didn't like when you had Cutcliffe and those guys were there for three or four years or something like that. Yeah. Boom. It ain't that way anymore. I was told the other day we're going to have close to 50 new players on the, out of wow. 120. And that's going to be an everyday, every, every year thing. Every year thing, yeah. Yeah. All right, we've got Carl coming up later, but next text messages, we have a couple more that we didn't get to and we'll get into there, plus the Rebel Injury Report. It's tonight's Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Lawsuits have been filed by parents of premature babies who died or were seriously injured of necrotizing enterocolitis after being given Similac or Enfamil infant formula. The law office of Dan Mars is currently accepting necrotizing enterocolitis cases in all 50 states. If your child was injured or died after being given Similac or Enfamil baby formula, please call the law office of Dan Mars immediately for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time to get into some text messages and the Rebel Injury Report as well. 662-426-1093, where several of these came in. And we'll start here, and that is any update on Costa's situation. The Rebel Kicker, of course, is he still ineligible, or do you expect Ole Miss to offer Parker Lewis, and Parker Lewis apparently has, according to several things, and and entered the transfer portal, he was uh, the starting kicker at USC. I've heard so far that Ole Miss has not reached out to Parker yet, but that's not saying they haven't since I heard, you know, my my, my <laughs> one and only I heard. Uh, and the, the thing about Costa is uh, – they're not very optimistic over in the Manning Center that he's going to win his appeal, and that means he'd be out until the Egg Bowl, right? Yes. And he just missed yes. the Egg Bowl last mm-hmm. year and the Sugar Bowl. Yep. Um, you know, you never know with the NCAA, but our history with appeals with the NCAA hadn't <laughs> been very good. No, you know? not at all. It had, let's just say it this way. It hadn't been as good as Alabama's history with appeals, <laughs> had it? No, you make a good point there. Uh, Shane from Yazoo City wants to say how good it is to see Alderman and Van Cleve swinging the bat better. Alderman's getting his shot. We've heard Coach Clem talk about him the last couple of times about making contact better on the breaking stuff and doing other things. Ben Van Cleve struggled last year, but if you look at it right now, three for six, hitting 500 through four games. Van Cleve uh, off to the good start there. You've got Alderman, who's hitting 273. you got Leatherwood that's going to be in that mix of uh, from a left-hand side. 
Maybe Malone gets more bats as well. And those are the guys that are going to fill into that DH spot along mm-hmm. the way for Coach. Mm-hmm. And and like the guy that Tex said, uh, it's good to see them swinging the bat better. Um, you never like to see players stay the same, you know, particularly young players. You want to see them advance. Uh, some of them have that sophomore drink, jinx deal, but apparently these two kids don't. They they come around doing pretty good. And we have a question on Max Chofi as well. What's the latest? And I guess that could kind of fall into an injury report kind of situation too, Chuck. Yeah. Um, our understanding is that he's on track to return sometime this month. In March. Well, in March. Tomorrow's the first, right? That's correct. Yeah. And um, after a season-ending injury, the opening weekend of 2021 – um, and he's expected, if he comes back, you know, pretty good, he's expected to be the setup guy for Brandon Johnson and Jack Doherty. So we'll ask Carl about that when he comes on at, at 630. <laughs> yeah, that's the good news. We have the pitching coach on in about six minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I want to want to find out about Hayden Dunhurst, too. Um, right now, I'm, I'm not too worried about it with the people we're playing. Um, no offense to the teams we're playing, but I'd be – numb a little bit if this was heading into SEC play because we need that kid behind the plate. Unbelievable, his arm. Just unbelievable when he can. And people continue. I guess you have to try and run. You know, at times, but I wouldn't. You know, absolutely <laughs> not. You got to read it in the dirt. You got to do some things to give yourself some help. So our text messages were presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw, and uh, then the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Well, let's put it this way, Gary. They'd have to steal off the pitcher. They're not going to steal off that, him. That is the truth. I mean, that's the truth. It's just it. If, that's, the, that's if why. the pitcher's coming home pretty quick, you're out. That's why you <laughs> see those guys over there with the stopwatches. Yeah. They're seeing what the pitcher yeah. can do because yeah. they know what Dunhurst yeah. can do along the way. Hey, visit ccmoxford.com for homes as well as lots, lands, condos for sale in Oxford. You want to join what's going on in the Oxford Lafayette County area? Join Cannon Cleary McGraw. Any other Rebel injuries that we need to report? Well, you know, just basketball. Deshaun Ruffin and Robert Allen are out for the season, which doesn't have many more games. Doesn't look like certainly no. not postseason. No, they won't have any postseason. They should beat Georgia in that tournament. But oh then again, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to say anything because Gary will take you what, I'm going to tell you, Gordon. Beverages off of me. I'll tell you something, Gordon. You are the most optimistic basketball fan I've known in my life. And well, I look love at it. Georgia. I don't, I don't, they haven't won a game. They should beat them. I, I agree, but, man, this team is just, oh, they've been like a yo-yo. Yeah, and the injuries have just. Taking it away. Well, but you know, to get down fourteen to nothing the other day. I mean, they're just they're just gaps of nothing happening, you yeah. know? Well, here's the thing, in my opinion. Bless their hearts, Jarkel Joyner and Austin Crowley are not point guards. I don't care how much you try to Agreed. force them. And you can force them into the position all you want to, but when Ruffin went down, it killed that position. Just killed it. And and uh I just don't think you can win without a point guard. I really don't. No, you got to have yeah. it. You got to have it. Sure. I got another text message. I don't know if you have any information or not, but we can we can go with this. And it was talking about a high school kid, four star, transfer quarterback, uh, coming from Heritage Academy to Oxford High School. He just received an offer uh, from Pitt. Uh, just over the weekend, in fact, uh, his name is Mac Howard, and uh, he is moving into the city of Oxford. Um, so he's coming from Heritage Academy, which is in Columbus. 
uh, is a four star. Apparently, a lot of people, if you look at the stars or whatever, mm-hmm. or what, what they call him, a pro style. Apparently, he has uh, over ten different uh, D one offers, and then um, apparently Pitt has offered. Miami is about to offer, and the question, truthfully, is. Do you know if Ole Miss is interested or not? I'm sure they will be. <laughs> I mean, if he's in the front door right here, right? <laughs> Four-star quarterback? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know they're the radar, at least. He's going to be on the radar anyway, at the very least. Is that uh, is that the kid whose father was the quarterback at LSU? Is that the same I'll one? I'll have to check on that. That I, I don't no, know. No, I don't think so. It's not? No. Who, I could well, who was that? Who was the kid? That, that... kid signed at LSU. Uh, you're talking Jamie Howard. Remember him? He's one that threw four interceptions against Auburn th- that time. And yeah, but you know, that was played baseball. And, but his son went to LSU, and he was a five-star quarterback. Okay. So to answer your question, we would think they would obviously be be aware of Mr. Howard, especially since you're starting to see other Power Five schools giving well, him. Got to be a way. reason he transferred to Oxford too, isn't it? Well, I mean, I, I'm not sure along that way. You know, you want to talk about mercenary, right? I mean, it goes on now down to that. No, level. his father got a great job here. <laughs> well, that could be true. Yeah, could be true. All right, friends, thanks for being with us in this part of it. We're going into some baseball discussion next. Our friend Carl Lafferty comes around. We'll chat with him for the first time here in this baseball season when we return with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Railway Hotline. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Howdy toddy, gosh almighty, hello folks, Sleepy Steve's here with Sleepy Steve's Wholesale Furniture and Mattresses. We're a large supplier of mattresses and furniture. Come see us for all your furniture needs. 1218 Sunset Drive, Grenada, Mississippi, 711B West Park Avenue. Go Rebels, and remember, it ain't easy being sleepy. It ain't easy being sleepy. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. Looking for a local insurance company that can find you the best competitive rates? Look no farther than Sharp Insurance Agency. They have multiple companies to tailor major policy for your individual needs. They carry Safeco and other major companies that are very competitive in auto, home, renters, and all commercial policies. If you want the best rates with a local rebel that has been in business for over 30 years on the historic Oscar Square, please call Andy or Dana at 662-513-3700. That's 662-513-3700. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Time to talk Ole Miss baseball, 6-0 on the season. Lots of run rules and things happening in the first six games. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon with you. And uh, so is longtime assistant coach, big-time player back in the day. Our man Carl Lafferty is joining us as well. Laugh, here's the deal, man. I'd have to say something to the hitters. Stop hitting 341. Stop 11 <laughs> bombs, driving in all these runs. I can't get my pitchers out there to throw. These, 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 these seven-inning games have got to stop. No, I'm good with that, man. I, I don't know. Hey. Well, you just keep giving them the home run sign over in the third base coaching box, and we will be good. Uh, that is my theory. Uh, when you have a really good offense, it makes your pitching staff look great. So uh, we have been very fortunate with uh, the way the guys have swung the bat and obviously uh, got off to a good start. Well, Carl, obviously we'll get into some individual specifics, but overall, what is your first impressions through six games of your pitching staff? Uh, you know – Six games, and I think we've actually played uh, five games by inning. I think we've played 45 innings in six games, uh, which is kind of of odd just because of the rainout game, because of the the run rules and whatnot. So there's still a lot to learn. Um, You know, I mean, heck, our last game we put in, you know, Brandon Johnson for the first time uh, at the very end of the game in the seventh just to make sure he actually got on the field because he hadn't been out there yet. So, um, for me, there, there's some exciting things. I think there's some, some younger arms, uh, that are going to throw that are going to be very impactful this year, uh, that, you know, our fans are going to see more and more. Uh, certainly excited with one of them, uh, getting his, uh, first collegiate start tomorrow night in Hunter Elliott. Uh, but Riley Maddox and Mason Nichols and, and several others. So, um, we've got a lot of games coming up. And so the, the good news is, I think over like the next, uh, I don't know, 10 days or something, we're going to play like seven games. or uh, It's going to be a lot of baseball, so we're going to get to see all those arms. So tell us a little bit about tomorrow night's starter. He's got uh, 0-0-0 ERA, perfect ERA, 4 Ks in 3.1 innings. Uh, That indicates to me he's got a little bit of heat. No, he's – the the thing about Hunter is – and I've been impressed with some of these young guys is they've got a lot of composure – um, and they just, it's, it's basic pitching, man. They can speed guys up and slow them down. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, his fastball has life and gets on hitters, but he can spin a good breaking ball and throw a good changeup. And, 
you know that's the that's the goal for any pitcher to to make a you know a hitter have to make a decision on two different pitches that uh, are at different speeds and move differently, and and he can stay out there and deliver pitches. And I, I guess where I saw it, uh, his last start in the preseason. Uh, we stacked all of our left-handers on one side just to give kind of what we thought uh, pretty close to a starting lineup, you know, give them a look at a bunch of left-handers, you know, for a nine- or ten-inning stint. And, man, he chewed right through them. Uh, and so I'm I'm excited to watch him uh, get out there and, and compete. And, uh, you know, the, the thing about freshmen is there's some there's some jitters, there's some nerves, there's a lot of things to get over. And I, I just think uh, with him and – and with several of those other guys, they're just going to, you know, get better as the year goes on. Carl, getting back to the overall, I don't like this cold weather for pitchers' arms. I, maybe I'm old school. <laughs> maybe you guys know how to warm them up better now. Or, but I like when it's warm and, and, and even hot, and so they can work up a leather, uh, a lather. What do you, what's your opinion of this cold weather pitching? Uh, I just hate cold weather. Period. I don't know about pitching. Uh, like, I'm, I'm I mean, I don't like standing out in it. If I'm being honest, but uh, but you're right. I mean, certainly, you know, baseball is always thought of as a you know summertime sport, a warm sport, uh, and it's been tough. Uh, but you know, as coach always tells our guys, you know, we're going to have some of those chilly games, and uh, at the end of the day, you know, two teams are going to show up. One team's going to win, and one team's going to lose. So we're not going to make excuses you know, about the weather. And, uh, you know, certainly our guys have a, a good regiment of different types of things they can do to stay warm in between innings, uh, prepare themselves to throw. Um, there's a lot of technology out there and ways just to stay warm. Uh, and just good old-fashioned heater in the dugout helps too. Uh, so uh, there's things you can do for it. But as far as being loose and being on the mound and, and things like that, certainly warm weather is, is much better to pitch in. Coach, changing the subject, Taiwan Malone. I mean, he smacked it out of there. How much uh, do you think it, he'll be in the rotation and play for y'all? Uh, well, you know, the thing about Big Ty, and people I don't think get this, is, you know, Ty missed his junior uh, season, like high school season, because of COVID. Uh, he missed his senior high school season because of his ACL. And so Ty hadn't got to play a whole lot of baseball in the last two years because it wasn't like he was out there getting live at bats in the fall and, Man, it's really hard to hit, and I think that just shows you, you know, what he can do. Now, um, you know, I think you're going to see Ty get some at-bats at times, but uh, the truth of the matter is we've got a, a very old and veteran lineup and, and the guys with a lot of experience. Uh, so I'd be less than honest if I, I said, hey, man, he's going to, you know, expect to see him out there every day and really get in the main rotation. I, I don't I don't think that's uh, realistic at this point, but uh, who knows, man. He keeps hitting home runs like – uh, Clem loves a homer, so does Coach B. So he could <laughs> he could get yeah. out there more and more. We've had Clem on the last couple of weeks, and unless we've let him talk about the pitching staff a little bit, or obviously had to ask him some questions. So I'm going to kind of do do a similar thing with you and the hitters. You just mentioned putting Hunter Elliott up against a bunch of lefties and seeing him go through them. This is not just a normal lineup, right? I mean. Th- we know what that offense did last year. We see what it's doing early as the pitching coach throwing against them in scrimmages and inter-squads and things, what's it like going against that group, and what guy's standing out the most to you right now? Well, first off, uh, it sucks. That's just, a, <laughs> just, 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 that's just, a, <laughs> just the absolute uh, truth of it. Um, but, no, I, I think it, uh, 
I think it, it hardens them. Um, you know, you, you pitch against those guys, you compete against those guys, so it makes you sharper. Uh, certainly there's, there's part of you as a coach where you want guys to get, you know, off to a good start and get confidence. But guys that really understand how to compete, man, I, I saw, I saw guys better, uh, this spring, you know, come back after a fall of doing it as freshmen or, or new guys, and they were better as they came out this spring. Um, which I think is a positive. You, you really learn how to, you know, to refine yourself. And I think for a lot of high school kids and maybe even some junior college kids, they're used to walking in the door and, hey, I, my, I'm going to outstuff guys, meaning mm-hmm. I can just make crude mistakes over the plate, throw it really hard or spin it really hard and, and have success. And when you face, uh, you know, good SEC caliber lineups, you know, guys that have experience, guys that have strike zone discipline, guys that have seen 95 or good breaking ball before um it makes you you know learn to pitch a little bit more and i I think that was good for our guys for sure i'll let chuck uh, come in next but i've got one more and it really comes from a a text message earlier in the program and that's a question about max chofi what can you give us information wise on him uh chofi's coming back man he's uh he's been thrown to some live hitters uh i want to say the end of march is uh it's kind of about the time that you know he had certain you know, usually when you get one year, you know, one year out from Tommy John, you're getting close. But uh, he continues to make strides. I think he was, you know, up to 88 in his last outing against uh, live hitters, and only, you know, throwing four or five hitters at a time. But uh, he's not there yet. Uh, he's not, you know, obviously game ready. But uh, you know, obviously we think a lot of Max. He's a, a heck of a competitor, and uh, we have uh, high hopes to see him, uh, you know, return here sometime. Uh, Toward the end of March, early April, hopefully. There you go. Well, what what, what type of role do you foresee for him if he, if he does come back and, and he's the old trophy? Uh, I think you know, just out of the bullpen in a short stint is where you're going to start. Uh, and I think that's just from a, a workload standpoint, and you know, giving him the ability to come back from uh, you know that surgery and the, and the rehab process, and you know, just putting him in a good position. Uh, I think that's, you know, what he's used to. And, and I think that, you know, the great thing about Max, one of the things that, you know, stands out about him is, is he's a big-time competitor and he wants to be out there pitching in innings of consequence at the end of the game. And, you know, some guys, that can be kind of nerve-wracking for them and, and younger guys have to get used to it. Uh, not always, but that, that can happen. Well, the thing about Max is, you know, from a, uh, you know, the, the mentality standpoint, man, that he – he really fits well there, so we're hoping that he can kind of fall into that role again. Does Derek Diamond have the the kind of stuff that we're used to on Friday nights, Coach? Well, I tell you what, he's been throwing in subarctic temperatures lately, so yeah, uh, it'll it'll be nice to get down to, to you know Orlando and watch him throw when it's eighty five degrees outside. But uh, you know, uh, Derek's had a great arm, and I think where you see the the maturity of Derek coming along is you've seen him over the last year start to learn how to to pitch more so than the guy that walked out into globe life the first weekend of of last year and just do it 97 miles an hour. Uh, You know, he's just trying to throw it as hard as he can and and hope to have success. And what you found out is it was just uh, not the success that he was capable of. And I think, as he got toward the end of the year, and, and really for him, it was like his first, even though he was a second-year guy, it was like his first time through the league, 
you know, through the SEC to, to understand what all that entails. And I think, you know, what we're seeing now is a, just a more mature Derek Diamond and a guy that really understands himself and, and how to pitch a little bit more. So uh, certainly has a good test coming up this weekend. UCF's a really good club. Uh, we're going to be in their home park. Uh, but I, I'd be less than honest if I didn't say I was excited to get back into 80-degree weather. There you go. Well, give me give me a couple of arms that you've y'all have tested so far through six games, and I know you got a a small sample size, but made you go, hmm, okay, we might have something here. Oh, Riley Maddox is the one that sticks out. I mean, he is a big time competitor, big time strike thrower, ninety two ninety five with a good slider. Uh, I'm really excited to see him and, and watch him get uh you know more opportunities moving forward uh and i think you're going to see uh the fans are going to see a, a much improved brandon johnson this year uh you know he came out in a on a really cold cold day and it was 95 96 um but the thing that sticks out for me for him is he's really really shown the ability to pitch more so uh in the fall and early spring so uh like I said, Clem keeps putting on the home run sign, so you can't get the, the closers and the back-end guys in the game too much when we have a big lead. So uh, I'm not complaining about that. If he doesn't have to throw very much this year and we just keep scoring you know, two touchdowns a game, I'll certainly be happy to watch that. There you go. Hey, Coach, one thing that I've noticed, you know, of course I've been following it a long, long time, and so have you. Uh, Velo seems to get up every year in college. I, I mean – we're talking oh, 95, 96, 97 now, and I can remember not too long ago when 92 was considered pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, I don't know if we have one guy. We don't have a guy on our, our team that you know can't throw at 90 miles an hour. Um, you know, we have several guys that, especially I think as you see the, the weather warm up, you'll see them throw 95 or harder. Um, it's uh, it's. It's crazy, but uh, that's the world we live in. It seems like guys, you know, hit it further, throw it harder, uh, bigger, stronger, you know, the whole nine yards. So, uh, I'm just you think that's what's that, Carl? You think that's uh, you know better, better genetics, better training when they're in high school, better weight program, the whole ball of wax, what, nutrition. I mean, what's what's happening with today's athlete? I think it's all of that. I think you're you're seeing. Uh, kids at a like at, when you start really getting into the the nitty-gritty of, of baseball you're seeing kids at a younger age get into better strength and conditioning programs uh you know for the throwing side of it you're seeing people go to uh different type of you call them pitching coaches but they're really throwing trainers almost uh because there is a there is a movement pattern that's conducive to throwing a baseball harder so guys are starting to understand how to you know, get bigger and stronger and more explosive at a younger age and really how to move better to throw harder. So I think that's kind of the evolution of it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's crazy. Like uh, my, all my uh, all my guys laugh when I talk to them and say, yeah, when I was in college, I got my first cell phone that like, I held in my hand. Uh, <laughs> so I, think, I, think, I think technology and, and just, you know, us as a society, we just continue to get, to develop, and I think that's no different when you start talking about uh, baseball, football, basketball. That you know, you know, human beings are bigger and stronger than they were years ago, and we're just more efficient with the way we move and how we train and how we eat, how we do everything. 
The voice is Carl Lafferty. Got one more question for you, Carl, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go. And as a guy that was a catcher yourself in college, and we've been talking about a little bit of everything, I want you to speak on Hayden Dunhurst and the product that he is behind the plate and how big that is for a pitching staff and when we hope to have him back in and healthy. Uh, well, certainly we've we've been very fortunate here to have a, a really good run of catchers. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about us and how we develop, you know, catchers here at Ole Miss. But, uh, you know, I heard a long time ago, if you, if you want to be a good, you know, hitting coach, recruit good hitters. Well, uh, we've done a really good job of recruiting good catchers. And, uh, you know, certainly that, that means a lot to a pitching staff. Um, you know, Hayden obviously does a great job, you know, not only throwing, which I think is easy for the fan to see, but what he does from a receiving standpoint, um, keeping strike strikes and making those borderline pitches leaving look more like strikes, uh, man, it's huge. It is huge for a pitching staff. And so we'll be excited to get him back. Um, timetable, he feels better and better. Uh, he's taking BP. He was running in the outfield a little bit today. I think we, uh, you know how it is with hamstrings. You want to be cautious. You don't want to push him back too fast because we certainly want him healthy and, and feeling good as SEC play gets here. Um, but uh, I will say this, uh, Calvin Harris has played pretty daggum good in, yeah. his, uh, in his absence, so it's, it's nice to have Calvin there, uh, obviously looking toward the future. And, and, and Calvin playing so well, Coach, do you anticipate, you know, this year being able to rest Hayden more midweek games, that type thing? 100%. I mean, you know, Calvin's going to get out there. He's going to get opportunities. Uh, that's something that you have seen in the past. And then the other thing about Calvin, too, uh, he's a really versatile kid. You know, you've seen him at first base. Obviously, he's a really good athlete. He can play the outfield. Uh, so I think he'll also find ways to get it back as the year goes on. All right, Coach Lafferty, thanks for being with us tonight, my friend. Thank you, Carl. All right, guys. Have a good night. Too. Coach Carl Lafferty. Uh, it's all good right now through six games in the baseball world. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You look at all the numbers and all the hitting and all the pitching and things that are going on. A lot of baseball to go. They get ULM. Monroe comes in the next two days and then off to Central Florida. Back to finish up next. selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. 
Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, good stuff with Coach Carl Lafferty from being on with us and talking a little baseball today. The Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. And that was the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been serving us since 1929, 54 locations, six states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Now, it's the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics. Chuck, what we what we got? Well, we've already talked about Mac Howard, the four-star quarterback that's transferring from Heritage Academy to Oxford. Um, he'll be a player to watch mm-hmm. now. Um, in basketball, Missouri freshman Sean Duragordon, a six-six forward, has gone into the portal, and Ole Miss has made contact, as well as Xavier, Arkansas, Arizona State. South Florida and Cincinnati. Um, 2023 four-star cornerback Ethan Nation out of Loswell, Roswell, Georgia. He set his visit date with Ole Miss on March the 5th. This will be his only visit set for the spring, so that's encouraging news. Uh, transfer portal quarterback Austin Reed, a 6'2 player out of West Florida, has been in talks with Ole Miss OC Charlie Weiss. He threw for over 7,200 yards the last two seven seasons while leading the team to a national championship uh top 50 uh national prospect defensive lineman kelby collins out of alabama will visit also visit march the 5th uh and old miss has offered 2023 linebacker running back dante dodwell out of picayune the 6'2 215 pound two two-way player ran for 2200 yards as as a junior but could certainly end up on the defensive side of the ball on the next level. Go Orthodontics, if you want to work on that smile, Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. That's the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment now. Big Delta Power Sports, each and every end of this program brings us the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, well, between uh, baseball going 6-0 <laughs> and scoring runs by the bushel, it's been a great start, and already landing the Rebels in the top three in the nation with most polls, and like you said, the best one's two, right? right? Yep. There we go. Take I mean, that one. That's got to be good. <laughs> the Lady Rebels hoop team will be a four seed at the SEC tournament this weekend. That's the highest seed they've had in years and years. Good job, Coach Yo and the players. I'm going to do a little bragging here on on me and William Liston of the Grove Collective NIL out of Jackson. And, uh, of course, I've got the spirit 
LLC NIL. Um, they've signed a gaggle of players to the NIL deals, including quarterback Luke Altmeyer, offensive lineman Mason Brooks, tight end Michael Trigg, running back Zach Evans, linebacker Troy Brown, safety Tashim Johnson, defensive end Jared Ivey, offensive lineman Nick Broker, and more. Great job by that Jackson-based group. The Spirit NIL has signed nine players to date to NIL deals. Defensive tackle Isaiah Eiton, center Caleb Warren, safety Otis Reese, cornerback Deontay Prince, wide receiver Jordan Watkins, offensive tackle Jeremy James, running back Kentrell Bullock, defensive tackle J.J. Pegues, and safety Ashim Young. Of those, it's likely that seven will be starters and the uh, of the Spirit LLC. Uh, seven will be starters, and the other two should have significant roles on the 2022 team. Between the Spirit NIL and the Grove Collective, a bulk of the 2022 starters, as projected right now, will be taken care of. I think that's something for Liston and I to be proud of, and all the people that have supported both funds um, – brag a little bit sure i i, I get it and, and with that let me see you said it from the beginning if Ole Miss didn't step up someone didn't step up and so you and as you mentioned the group out of jackson had yeah. you're gonna get lost in the shuffle right and mm-hmm. now as you mentioned uh tons of players almost 50 might be new ones mm-hmm. become yep. before next season the bad the men's basketball team just doesn't have the juice to get it done right now rebel fans i'm sorry but between devastating injuries and uh, letting late leads get away earlier in the year when they were healthy. The Rebels appeared to be headed for a losing record this year, and that's sad. The ugly, well, this isn't Rebel sports, but it affects all Rebels. The, we've got, in this country, we've got the highest inflation rate in 40 years. Russia, who's being led by an insane, unstable dictator, is invading Ukraine, making the world seem unstable. China is waiting in the wings to pounce on us at any mistake. And out of out of the southern border and rampant crime in some metropolitan cities looms over this country right now. God help us right now. It's ugly and seems to be getting uglier by the day. And this will affect all rebels if we don't get a handle on a lot of this stuff. I agree with you. You, stuff, you just reminded right. me as I looked at pulling in, I'm about 70 miles to empty. So I'm about to go spend a lot of cheese filling up before we go home. And look. <laughs> In in two two more weeks, you're going to be spending more cheese yeah, than that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you uh, are right. Go to the grocery store too, Gary. Oh, I, uh, I, I did that over the weekend as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, shelves were empty, and what was on there is. I, I mean, high. let me tell you something. When it when it costs twenty eight bucks to get a decent sized pot roast, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's the worst. That's the worst part of the cow, and it's twenty eight bucks for a pot roast. Now, come on. And, and then as I was going through and I talked to someone I knew that was working in there, I mean, it's like, we we don't have enough people to work these jobs yep. that we got to do those kinds of th- things on top of it either. And you see empty shelves yeah. and, and some areas and like out at Kroger, you see people stocking all day long right. and used to be they'd stock all night and then it'd be finished. Right. They just can't get enough and people. And that was who I talked to. Right. They don't have enough people to get it and get it done. What they do have back there that the mm-hmm. truckers were able to get to them somewhere along the I, way. I do my damnedest to stay away from politics, and, and I'm certainly not going to get involved now, but something's got to give. 
You made a, a very good point. All right, Gordon, take care of yourself between now and next Monday. All right. Man of many words, Gordon Ford. Yeah, I'm ready to take care of myself, man. <laughs> Chuck, have a good week. We'll see you next time. All right, brother. Rhino, thanks for being with us back in the studio. To you good people as well, thanks for this. It's another Rebel Yell Hotline. So long.